Blog Talk Radio. This is Scott Hum, and you are listening to RightWingMedia.net Radio. Today we've got a really interesting show. It's going to be a freaking circus, more so than Washington, D.C. ever is a freaking circus. We've got the amazing Josh Lifto coming on. We've also got the ever-present Romeo Hill back from a personal tragedy with a new song. It's going to be premiering. Well, he'll tell you about that. And also, maybe Southern Mouth Wheels will be popping into or popping off or whatever like that as we come to you today, August 2021. And for those of you who have just joined us uh, around the world and on Twitter and also on Facebook, thank you very much for listening and tuning in, as well as all you guys who tune in after the fact on Blog Talk Radio, Anchor FM, Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcasts, and Radio Public. Thank you very much, all of you. But somebody who's not going to be too thankful today is the Biden administration, who earlier today and yesterday put out a very weak report uh, that we still don't know where COVID came from. And now today, top Trump officials, according to the Washington Examiner, are suing the Biden for the records relating to origin uh, and the investigation. Go figure. A lot going on with COVID, apparently some good news. If you get one of the shots, you're having a much better chance than they anticipated previously of not getting sick and apparently maybe not even passing on the disease. Uh, according to also infamous rightwingmedia.net, I can't talk today, but that's a good thing. It's the radio show day. Uh, there is also a very strange thing going on. found this on Facebook. If you want to opt your kid out of saying the Pledge of Allegiance in elementary school. And today, I want to talk about this in just a bit. According to AMO, uh, there is a threat. No vaccination, no guns. A uh, new secret plan for gun confiscation. And also, the five on Fox News wish that we could get video of, or, well, you can see the video actually at rightwingmedia.net, but I wish we had audio. The five shreds by latest missives, and he hasn't really said anything that important. And also, according to Tim Poole, a felon caught with hundreds of California recall ballots in a shocking turn. In fact, another shocking turn, according to Business Insider, uh, is COVID-19 patients on ventilators in the Ozark said they should have taken the virus more seriously. You didn't take it seriously, apparently. According to ABC News, Reverend Jesse Jackson and his wife, Jacqueline, uh, are they're responding to COVID-19 treatment. Uh, not ever that the Reverend Jackson is disingenuous. Well, no, I'm thinking of that other guy, uh, Al Sharpton. Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. But anyway, somebody who really isn't that uh, ingenuous, uh, according to people, is Reva McIntyre, who said she didn't really have COVID. And according to Washington Examiner, Falshi, Fauci, Fauci? I can't talk. Fauci, 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 apologizes, saying, let's see, what did he misspoke about? Oh, yeah, he misspoke about getting 
uh, COVID-19 under control in 2022. Uh, a guy who will never be under control is Josh Lifto. Josh, the amazing Lifto, how are you? I'm doing well. How about how are you doing today? Good. Just looking at all the news and everything, and I'm just going WTF. This is just insane. Uh, what I bet you've got a uh, little feeling about the uh, story by Ammoland. No vaccination, no guns, new secret plan for gun confiscation. I mean, do you really think that, uh, and this is kind of what I'm paranoid about, when uh, you gave the story to us that they could be trying to end uh, COVID regi- uh, shot registration, vaccine registration, and say, oh, well, you didn't get the shot, but yeah, I did. Why are you taking my gut? And do you think they might try to bend it into something like that? Yeah, of course. Uh, the, the, so basically, you're on the no-fly gun. Also, you get put on the no-fly list. And the no-fly list, quite simple, just be because you said one word they didn't like. That's not even a threat. You can be put on the no-fly list. And once you're on the no-fly list, it's hard to get off. So, yeah, these people might be on the no-fly list for a long time, and their guns might be taken away. It could be a gun complication for sure. And from what I worked with the Obama, you are wanting that. That's pretty scary if you ask me. I mean, I do not want my way just because I somehow fly list, which I'm not on. But mm-hmm. if I don't get the vaccine, I get on no fly list. I mean, they're already trying to your ability to survive from going to the store, too, from going to work. And now they're going to try and limit travel. That sounds a lot like uh, Nazi Germany, if you ask me. Oh, yeah. And uh, by the way, Josh is talking about House Resolution 4980, uh, which I quote, to direct the Secretary of Homeland Security to ensure that any individual traveling on a flight that departs from or arrives to an airport inside the United States or a territory of the United States is fully vaccinated against COVID-19 and for other purposes. That's a, uh, that's that's the, the really difficult part I have there. And for other purposes, you can bend that and squeeze that into almost anything. The other part of that uh, that is also very frightening. No fly, no buy gun control law that's been bounced around since 2018, according to the article. And uh, Evan Napian uh, had cast a discussion of that. And you can see the link to this Ameland article, uh, article or article, is at Ameland.com. The exact link you've got available at rightwingmedia.net. But it is, you know, really, I think really, really bad. This is going to drive me to drink and then, uh, well, too late, uh, as I violate an FCC law or two that we're quasi under. But, you know, I think that's why I, I might be on the no-fly list, because most of the planes don't have enough beer for me to deal with. Josh, what else is going on? Uh, well, so we have that. Uh, the whole uh, Texas Governor Abbott, Dallas County, just still going on. Um, job have the shot, um, especially in the medical field. Um, some places are allowing you to opt out of the shot, but you have to get permission. And so far, a lot of people have been denied permission. So that, that's actually going on local. Uh, mm. Scary, but I do know uh, I wanted to talk Romeo. I had some questions for him if he's on at all on the hop on. Yes, he should be at this point and. In fact, we're going to page him on Facebook. Let's see. 
please call now. In fact, the number that Romeo is going to be calling along with you guys is 516-666. That's frightening. 9806. So again, that's 516-666-9806. And you can join the conversation and... As a matter of fact, let's see, looks like, there we go. We may be having him momentarily. And what we're going to do is we're going to take a very short break. Again, this is Scott Hum with Josh Lifto, the amazing Lifto. Sounds like a magician. And you are listening to rightwingmedia.net. Orcas are wonders of nature, and now more than ever, we need to help them stay that way. Our Puget Sound orcas are also an endangered species, and that means stepped-up enforcement of special rules to view them. Stay at least 200 yards from orcas. Keep out of their path and never feed them. Check the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration guidelines to help protect all marine mammals at BeWhaleWise.org. A message from the NOAA Fisheries Office of Law Enforcement and Cairo Hey, John, would you consider traveling to another planet if it was possible? Yeah, it depends on what time the bus leaves, Chuck. You're a real ground lover. <laughs> but you still want to tell everyone about the benefits of space technology. Sure, because they're so down to earth. Like the search and rescue satellites now in orbit around the planet. These high-flying listening posts can pick up signals from the emergency rescue beacons carried on airplanes and ships. When a boat capsizes or a plane goes down, the satellite locks onto its distress signal and relays its position to local search and rescue teams who go into action using the satellite to guide them to within a few miles of the site, even in the most remote areas. This worldwide emergency network has already saved over 800 lives. What's going on up there is helping all of us down here. Space technology. This is what's in it for you. that NASA works hard to keep its astronauts safe in space. But did you know that spin-offs from space technology are saving lives here on Earth every day? NASA-funded research created rocket-powered parachutes that can save entire airplanes along with their pilots and passengers. A life raft originally designed for the Apollo missions has saved hundreds of sailors stranded at sea. And a tiny cardiac pump developed with the help of technology used to design rocket engines has extended the lives of hundreds of patients with failing hearts. NASA's innovation even led to personal locator beacons, which have helped save more than 30,000 sailors, pilots, and adventurers in distress worldwide. Together with its partners, NASA continues to develop technologies that protect life, both in space and on Earth. There's more space in your life than you think. Learn more at NASA.gov. You're listening, of course, to rightwingmedia.net radio for the 25th of August, 2021. Kids going and you going back to the show with myself and the amazing Josh Lipto. Josh, the uh, I was just during the break there. I was just cruising around the internet and I saw that the judge uh, involved in this ruling you were talking about. I had. Actually, it was kind of amazing. Uh, 
he had a very short Twitter feed that went on, but yeah, I mean, it sounds to like Judge Abbott is, um, I don't know if I'd trust him. Would I mean, would you uh, trust him? So I asked, uh, which is our governor. Now, mm-hmm. Judge Jenkins, on the other hand, Jenkins. I yeah, do sorry. not, yeah, it's okay. Um, yeah, I don't, he went from first started doing this thing that the, that the state laws do. And then he goes from that getting restraining order against Abbott, which I find kind of odd. Law gave you that. You wouldn't have done that. And I mean, Judge Jenkins, he is very politically mm. considered quite left. Yeah, he's in a position of power. That, yeah, I, I find that kind of odd and very untrustworthy that someone in that power is definitely bringing his policy. Well, uh, click to Houston, uh, number two, from the uh, Houston, on one of the Houston TV stations, Channel 2, uh, was commenting on this. And basically, they had an article that was saying the temporary injunction Thursday against Governor Greg Abbott's executive order, which prohibited uh, officials from imposing mask mandates, Here's a quote from that. Now, what that means is we're back in the same position we were last week when the temporary restraining order was issued. Essentially, uh, that order being suspended in Fort Bend County. Our local officials are able to make decisions for the health and welfare of our citizens. But what gets me, and maybe you can help me understand, it seems like there is overreach and that local officials, regional officials, and federal officials going too far I mean, we know what is the most expected and logical and right thing to do, but it's like most of us are going, well, don't, don't make us do it. We're, we're going to probably do it anyway. Just, it's, you know, I mean, it's, it's more annoying than uh, for us to hear all these missives and so on than to hear Fauci go, oh, well, I'm updating something today for the millionth time. Uh, or is or is, is that or is there a different interpretation, Josh? So yeah, um, power. If you don't keep them in check, they do get power hungry and want to, you know, take control of everything from the smallest level to the highest level. That's just something that happens. You know, they are trying to overreach what they are capable of doing. For instance, um, someone who was a I believe a college professor got in charge of I can't remember. Uh, now they're trying. They were trying to get control over nationwide. So, yeah, this does happen from don't know anything about what they're trying to say they know something about. And Dr. Fauci, he does switch his mind quite a bit. And I know I've said this before, early 2000s, he was in the CDC. And the CDC isn't allowed to have orders, but yet they're trying. Some of them are even being pushed through. So, you know, and there there shouldn't be laws saying, well, you have to do this, this, or this, because that actually goes against your personal rights that have actually ruled by the court, federal court, yeah, you have that right. Like, um, back before this whole virus, who were the anti-vaxxers, and I mean, you're anti-vaxxers, the true definition of anti-vaxxers, and that, yeah, you can do that. But now they're trying to say, well, you have to get back. It's not going against what you just said. Right. But, I mean, you were mentioned, uh, you were mentioning the, uh, this professor. Uh, here's something uh, that just was a couple, uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, it's from InsideHigherEd.com, the Delta Curveball, and it reports that some colleges are expanding vaccine requirements, or et cetera, et cetera. And here's a sentence that scares me. Other institutions are finding their authority to mandate mitigation limited because 
And, and, you know, frankly, here's the kicker. They can't make laws that say you have to get a vaccine, but they can say you're going to be denied admission or pay higher health insurance premiums on campus, or you may have to wear a mask or something if you don't have uh, the shot or whatnot. That they can do, but again, it's that overreach and it's the way it's being done. Um, in fact, we had a column on that a couple, about a week or so ago in rightwingmedia.net, how Fauci has just been going about this all the wrong way. In fact, uh, I don't know if we still have it up there, but we, on rightwingmedia.net, yeah, we've got uh, Jeff Dunham and one of his puppets did a uh, uh, press conference, a fake press conference of President Biden. And he had one of his puppets up there. Uh, hilarious. But then again, some people claim Biden's a puppet. What do you think about that, Josh? Do you think Biden could be the uh, puppet of left? Yeah, so I want to I wanna go on to something real quick uh, about the whole school thing. Mm-hmm. They can't really do that. That is actually against HIPAA. Um, they mm. can't require oh. you to do this and get medical records. Uh, that is actually against HIPAA, unless they give you a HIPAA form, but they don't really do that. But yes, um, back to the Biden question. Biden is a pup because he, there, there's evidence of cards to talk about, evidence of pre-approved questions by, by the people who let in these journalists. And then on top of that, Biden has read from teleprompters and messed it up quite horribly. So oh, yeah. Yeah, he is a puppet. He has, he has no free will in what he says at all. So I, I think there is more behind the door personally, um, because there's no way guy decisions. I mean, we already know he's been mentally unable to run a country. I mean, if you look at his older stuff, a lot of the stuff he's against now, for back then. Well, there's a lot of in- that and Oh, yeah. There's a lot of inconsistencies. But, I mean, what it jokingly comes down to is this. The president is an utter moron. I mean, you know, seriously. And, of course, uh Jumping backwards for a second, uh, HIPAA, for those of you who may not know, uh, stands for Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act, which the core of that federal legislation is you can't divulge uh, information uh, about uh, people to other people regarding their medical condition. So you have to be really, really careful about it. Another thing that you have to be careful about, and this, maybe Josh, you can help me understand this, because you've been a political observer for uh, a few years now, and I'm just a dumb journalist, uh, but how are we bringing in guns? And I mean, I, I get, I understand the Ammo Land article, but it's like we've got, uh, uh, what do you call it, guns that are being controlled somehow by this is by your vaccine status. I mean, it's not like people are crazy out there. You know, if they don't get one of the vaccines, there's a either a person based, you know, I don't feel it is good for me decision or it's something uh, regarding how this has been cooked up or something. I mean, it's not that anybody not wanting the vaccine is nuts or is dangerous, uh, at least not in a basic sense. I mean, am I understanding that correctly, at least? Yeah, so, yeah, this is a, they're they're trying, hey, you're going to do what we want, otherwise we're going to, you know, 
take away your Second Amendment completely. Um, I was days ago, and I received a notification saying, if you get the vaccine, we'll give you $100. Well, I was on Instagram, and I saw it, so I said something. And I, I was being called as one of the person. One of the people called me insane said, we can't have a mature discussion about this because what you're saying is insane. So yeah, these people, they don't, they don't understand. Um, I wanted that. Yeah. You know, uh, we talked before, people, we were, yeah, the L-plus community is going to come after your kids. Well, San Francisco, quiet. Yeah, you, you said this. A lot of people made fun of you. But they were, you were right. We are the backlash, however, down people because it's not actually happening. So unless they actually, unless it actually happens, which is sad because it, to see this stuff, see it coming from a mile is something that people need to be able to do because this is this is insane. They're they're coming for your guns still, and they're still trying to bow down to them. What I don't understand is once you get that vaccine, yeah. why mm-hmm. they're still going to come after? So why still going to come after my guns later on? Well, they're the Democrats are just tying things together. Now, one thing we're going to tie together. And this is kind of a surprise to you because, and I've got to tell the listeners what's going on because uh, it's kind of exciting. But Josh is being considered by rightwingmedia.net and our parent, uh, the Weird Media Network, to have his own show. And Romeo, who's uh, just joined us, is on the other line. And he is somewhat of an anti-vaxxer for his own for his own decisions and read and he is a pro-gun rights advocate and what i'd like to ask josh and this is going to put you uh on the spot to see you know just how you would handle uh a surprise that always that always happens in the radio by the way congratulations uh you're tentatively accepting a role that uh for uh the movie we're putting to dust the dust uh, you know watchdust.com uh, you're tentatively accepting a role for Wild Space, and congratulations. If you do decide to do that, that'll be great. But I, with all that possible fame yeah, playing around, we'd just like to see you take, you know, let's go ahead and just give uh, pretty much the rest of the show. And you've got Romeo as your guest. I'll stick around and, and co-host with you. But uh, would you like to go interview Romeo about these and other topics? Plus, as we said at the uh, billboard of the show, he had a personal tragedy he may or may not want to talk about, but a new song coming out tomorrow, I'm sure he will. Uh, you want to give it a shot? Yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, All right. I, I want to talk to music. I want to ask you a couple questions about uh, your whole music. Sure, what you got? All right, also, I, first up, I want to ask, what kind of do, and what kind of music do you like? Because I'm sure some might listen to you, or don't listen to you, might like to know. Oh, sorry. All right, sorry, ask that again? Yeah, I just wanted to um, ask what kind, of, what kind of music you like to listen to, because I'm sure some people who have never heard that you do music would like to know, or... Even some of the people who listen to you might like to know. That's a very good question, Josh. I am a hip-hop artist. Uh, basically, I listen to like hip-hop, up church, Tom McDonald. Um, I mean, you know, things like that. Kind of old, not old country, but just normal country. We're going to have to go back. But, so things like that. Okay. So things like that. Are you there, Josh? Yeah, I'm, I'm listening. Hello? I'm sorry. I was- Okay, sorry. I can tell you. But yeah, so I do like hip-hop music, realism. I talk about things in like the world today, I guess. For instance, like Antifa. I talk about how 
they're, you know, really big terrorists and big problems in our society and how Black Lives Matter is causing problems and kind of tragedy that I've gone through in my life and things that I've gone through. So it's kind of like, I guess you could say, almost the closest to like how Upchurch would do it, but not really in his kind of not mimicking him or mocking him or being the same as him. It's kind of different than him. I just have my own spin and twist mm. to it. So Yeah, so what you do, yeah. so you basically, in short, you listen to a lot of music. Uh, you're primarily a hip-hop artist, and you do, so you do music and you talk about the political side. Am I correct about that? I talk, yeah, I talk political. I talk realistic, not just political, but like, country kind of and how you know people kind of like what a church did with like talking about how you know all these fake country artists are out there and trying to they're trying to rep what we are and they claim oh yeah we're we're country rednecks that drink beer and go out there and wear camouflage no you idiot you're not you're not country what you're mimicking you or you're a wannabe you want to be country, but you're not. That's not what country truly is. Country is about the art from where you've been in your past or in wherever you've been in your life to where you are now. It's about what you will do to help your family, your friends, and survive later in life. It's about being able to go out there, put your boots on day in and day out, work, and stand up for your country and stand up for your rights and stand up for what you believe in and believe in who you are without being sorry or sympathetic or bowing down to, to like, what's going on now, this communism crap. I want to yeah. jump in, Josh, if you don't mind, with a uh, question. Yeah, go for it. Romeo, your comedy has been uh, kind of cutting edge. Uh, would you, and I, I, you've shared this before, but would you mind telling the listeners about that one satirical incident that kind of fell flat on its face unexpectedly and kind of left a, shall we say, a black stain uh, over you for a bit, and you know which one uh, I'm talking I, about. I'm going to ask you and just yay or nay me if I'm wrong. Is this about the hair one? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I played the fifth. <laughs> oh. Okay. But, no, okay. Fine, fine, fine. Just to, yeah. just to humor you. Uh, I, you know, as like I I, yeah, I know. I hear Shaniqua in the background. Um, yeah. I guess what happened was, well, what happened was I was trying to make fun of BLM, and I decided that I would dye my hair black and go, Black Hair Lives Matter. And unfortunately for me, this was the wrong timing in the point where BLM was starting to get very predominant in what their beliefs were, you know, and... So when they did that, they were, uh, you know, just about that time starting to pop up and be very kind of hard, just starting to be hardcore on TV. And I thought it'd be funny if I put my hair black and stuff like that. And, it wasn't quite, and was it? so I decided that I was going to be like, okay, I'm going to paint my hair. I just want to see just for Shits and giggles. Let's see how far I can go. Realizing that maybe this was not going to work, which it didn't. It flat down. Uh, what had happened was that when I painted my hair, I I tried to look close and keep, uh, you know, too close to the liberals as possible, mm-hmm. mimicking the liberalism 
and all of the entirety of what they say and how they treat. And so what had happened, I did that, but it didn't work because apparently my viewers were not thinking that was really funny. And well, I got a lot of hate comment for that one. Oh, yeah. I mean, you had the Antifa hating on you because, they, I mean, it was, you know, they, they have thin skin for everything against them. And then you had your core viewers kind of shocked and thinking without, you know, getting the full context into their brains. They thought you were kind of a turncoat, right? Well, I, they there was a lot of thought around this. A lot of my viewers like, I had a lot of my viewers kind of thinking, oh, my God, Romeo's going into the liberalism and, no oh God, Romeo's, you know, you know, Romeo's doing this great because, you know, Romeo's normally a country hillbilly hick that talks about anti, you know, anti-liberalism. You know, like you said, I'm a gun-toting guy. You know, I, I'm a proud Second Amendment guy. I, I love my country, but, you know, it's the, the thing about that was, was that everybody that saw it, really were questioning me and and I get it and I understood why but what what I didn't think about it was was that how bad was it going to be how mm-hmm. bad what were my what were my viewers going to see me as or would it put different viewpoints in their brain of who I am and it did and then I had to turn around and kind of make another video saying look you guys I'm sorry this happened this was just me mocking them. It's not me going into that. You know, I'm not one of them. I'm not one of these idiots that you, you saw me playing. And my humor, what I do basically on YouTube is I make fun of them a lot. I mock them. I degrade them. And I just basically poke fun at Sleepy Joe. Yeah. Now, I want to ask Josh this because – and let him get back in the swing of things because this, I think, is an interesting question that – I'm confident you two can probably exploit. Josh, you've been doing some videos here and there about, in fact, you did one for us about a year ago, uh, that are decidedly conservative. Do you ever get people relating to you as though you're the stereotype dumb country hick or the obstinate uh, southerner or the... uh, closed-minded text. Uh, do you ever get that type of response from people, whether or not they've seen your videos or other commentary? I'm curious about that. Josh. Oh, yeah, it happens to me all the time. You know, I, I know I mentioned from uh, earlier in the show, you mm-hmm. know, the, the same person who called me insane said I conspiracy theories, hold them, like they have a way of reality. I started out doing comedy, and the same terms, I'm just a dumb Hillbill, all this other stuff. So, yeah, I have more of the respect things for me. Um, mm. I mean, I've received so much hate, and it's, it's just one of those things that, you know, you got to take with a grain of salt because there's always going to be someone out there, and you're always going to have people who are fans that might not like something that you do. You're going to have people who don't, just don't like you at all. So that is something that does happen quite a bit in life. I mean... You could literally be the nicest person, uh, a great, just a great person in general, and you're still going to have people. That's just, that's the sad reality of life. Okay. So, uh, Romeo, I, I do have a question. I know Scott mentioned your uh, song. Um, do you mind talking? Oh, sorry. There we go. Okay. So, basically, it's a song called As My World Falls. It's about 
what I've gone through in my life, tragic and non-tragic, and kind of what I've seen out of my 30 years of being who I am. And it basically kind of gives the viewers an idea of what I've gone through in my life and what I've seen in my life. And, you know, for instance, I've had a recent tragedy that I've gone through and just kind of recent years, I've had a lot of them, but this one hit me harder than most. And it kind of hits about it. It talks a little bit about it, and it shows, look, this is, you know, what's going on with me. But it still tells people that you don't have to be weak. You can be strong. You get up. Just go out there and keep doing what you got to do. Don't give up. Uh, okay. Guys, you, yeah, Josh, I'm curious. Romeo, what is or how much would you want to tell us? maybe even vaguely about this personal tragedy. I, I'm not going to go much into it. I'd rather not because it, it's kind of very new wound, I guess you would call it. It's a very okay. new wound for me. But I will say that this tragedy has hit devastation points. It, it made me break down for the last, what, two days, three days. I've already been heavily drinking, heavily dipping, and heavily smoking weed again. And it, it, it's pushed me almost to the break point of giving up. And I, I didn't want to, and I don't want to, but, you know, I, I feel like it's going to happen if, you know, if I didn't do this. And then at this point, I, I decided, you know, I'm not going to let it happen. So I decided to make a song and kind of talk about all the things that I've gone through. Yeah, it, it sounds like it might be a song um, describing. Um, I do want to mention, though, I'm glad all the stuff you love, uh, yeah. and comment, talking, politics, happy, you know, that's something that people need to understand. Just because you're going through a hard time should give up. So I'm, I'm really proud of, uh, well, through this whole problem that uh, it takes a lot of it well and it does but a lot of it i couldn't have gone through it without my fans and a lot of my listeners and a lot of the people that are out there rooting for me you know what i made a video saying i was going to quit youtube until towards after christmas and then i decided today that you know what i'm i called up my uh music video manager i called up my manager and i Asked him, well, can we, you know, get a quick shoot in because I, I just need to get this one out because this one is not going to leave me alone and I need to push this on out. And if I don't push it out, then I'm going to go completely nuts and I'm going to lose it. So I need this out. And this is one that I think will break my barrier from what I once was to what I am now. And it will push what a lot of people aren't getting out there is encouragement and not just encouragement from my fans, but from other people like loved ones. And, you know, I've had a lot of those encouragements and I've been through it. And, and I just, you know, with all of that and the blessing of God himself, I, I've learned that, you know, my fans are backing me up. My, you know, my girls backing me up. I, I've got everybody backing me up. And my manager called me back and said, yeah, Romeo, we can get you a shoot tonight. But uh, the problem is it's going to be kind of a cheap set. So you won't be able to have music in the background. It'll just be you acapella if you care. And I said, I don't give a dang. I just want to get this out, and we're going to get this out now. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm happy so about that's how a great it starts. support system. I mean, support system really helps a lot. Um, I do know someday that tragedy motivate artists stuff that they normally wouldn't expect to do, and I, that seems to be the case with you is that 
this tragic kind of motive to do what he to do in well, an odd way. And that's the thing is that when you have tragic, you know, when, okay, I've hit breaking point almost to literally where I was about ready to give up. I just wanted to shut down. And my manager called, and, and that day that he called me, he's like, Romeo, what's going on, man? I, I, I heard something's up. I, I know that you're not probably going to talk about it. What, what's going on? And I literally sat there crying for an hour, trying to figure out how to tell him without literally wanting to break down. And I didn't have to say anything. He could see in my eyes that I was already in pain and he knew it hurt. And he said, you know what, Romeo, if anything, you know what, what, and if you have to do what helps you, go do it. And when I heard him say that, I realized, you know, that was exactly what I needed. I needed him to tell me, go make music, go push my music out there, go become what I want to be. Yeah, and um, the... I know it takes some courage to do that. Um, I do want a bad experience has really uh, put you into a uh, type of overdrive into doing everything. Uh, I, I do want to ask, though, uh, when you were reaching your breaking point, did it want you to stop doing videos, music, and uh, even the shows? Yes. Basically, it pushed me down to a point where I just wanted to give up on everything. I, I had no need to want to keep going with anything. And it pushed me to a point where I felt like I didn't, I wasn't cared about. I, I felt like nobody was going to help me. I was down, I was pretty much in a down spiral to where I just wanted to give up on everything. Nothing means nothing to me anymore. But then I finally decided, okay, you know what? I can't be like this. This is not how, this is not how my fans would want to see me. They would want me to come back and they would want me to be stronger. And all I had to do was think about what my fans would want for me. And then when my fans finally, you know, came back and I made that video saying, I'm going to quit YouTube for a while. They, I had a bunch of outpours of people saying, don't do it. Just stay. Come on. You can do this. You know, I know you're fighting right now, but, but you just got to break that barrier and stop thinking negative. Start you know, pouring yourself with emotion by using your music. And that's where my idea came from, is to put that music out there. Yeah, and I mean, it, it's a very difficult thing. I, I know, I, I have an understanding of, you know, the pain, because I've, I've been through quite a bit of pain myself, and I've almost given up on life completely, uh, and you know, ended up like some of my friends who are... May rest their soul. May God rest their souls. Are no longer with us to this day. So yeah, it's always good to have that support. Always have people motivate. That that pain can really make or break you. And I, I make you into a better man uh, because you know we we always hear strong. That is true. It, if it doesn't kill you, you, if you learn from that, you're gonna become a stronger human being. So. That's really good that this has been helping you out um, to grow and continue to do what you you really love despite having uh, on your back. So um, I I do want to kind of step away from that for a moment, um, Romeo. So I want to know the whole political thing going on right now with the whole back the no fly list and the no gun thing. How do you really feel about that? I, I, I'm sick of it. I, I'm tired of these liberals running their mouths and running around trying to scream 
BLM and, and burn, loot, murder and destroying things. I mean, look at it from the words of Upchurch, bloodshed. You, you know, you're erasing that stuff like you just whoop someone's ass. You, they're, they, they're trying to act like they just whooped our asses and they're not. They're not doing it. They're only beating everybody. And they're forgetting that everybody here is going to take the downfall for their stupidity. But what they aren't realizing also is that it's not only their stupidity that causes the dilemma, but it's the fact that they don't realize in their head, my God, we made mistakes yeah. in the past. You know, we've had yeah, so problems I, I of racism. Real, I, I hate to cut you off, but I just want to mention real quick. Go ahead. We do have about 10 minutes left in the show. Um, got a PSA that uh, tells exactly what Romeo's talking about. Uh, I do want to mention this is right, right dot um, amazing magician. Okay, here one moment, I'm gone next, and I'm back, Josh show and we'll be right back. I'm Scott Hum, and a lot of you know I do internet comedy, and also I'm a conservative freelance journalist. But you may not know that I suffer from bipolar disorder. Just like I try to keep it together for my daily job, I sometimes need help. But whether or not you have professional help, you're in an emotional crisis. Don't rely on just yourself. You don't have to. There's tons of resources in your community, including your friends and your family. And if you don't think they will understand or have the ability to, or the cares or whatever, there are other professionals out there. Just look them up on the internet. There's people out there who genuinely want to help. Those of us on the internet, sure, we want to entertain you. We want to make you laugh. But sometimes magic doesn't always work and you can't find it always in yourself, reach out if you have to. And we're back. You are listening to rightwingmedia.net radio on the Weird Media Network. And this is Scott Hum with my guest co-host, the amazing magician of words and uh, conservative cosmology, Josh Lifto. And we've been talking to Hill about gun bans and personal things that uh, not quite as viciously crazy as the news is but uh, equally important in his personal life. Josh, back to you. Yeah, so uh, I know much longer left in the show uh, about um, Romeo. I do want to thank you for giving us this uh, first-hand scoop into what's going on and well, just touching on to what's going on and talking a little bit about your new song that's coming out. I, I really appreciate that because it does take some guts to talk about something uh, such as, you know, pain. Um, now... Rome, I know, um, about the whole black hair thing with BLM. Did BLM ever give you any backlash for that personally? Hold on. While we wait, um, got amazing off, um, and um, I, I really hope that this goes through and I can make some of y'all happy. We yeah. just have six well, minutes, though, until the yeah, end. I'm, I'm here, give you y'all that little update. So, so to answer your question, Josh, about the hair thing, uh, I, Scott's got to always rub that in my face, and I, I know why. Because I, I saw the word organic from him. Oh, and it wow. seems to be tick for tack, I guess. But, yeah. I mean, let's talk about it. Today, politically, we have a decline. We have an income poop taking care of us, that supposedly he's supposed to be great for us, but he's not doing anything. He's taken away, you know, all the chances of America being safe, and he's making America more put in jeopardy than what we want, and this is something that we don't need. Yeah. So, uh, I, 
I'm not um, the whole black BLM ever give you any personal backlash over that, or was that just a uh, it kind of ignored yes, you? I did get some. I did get some backlash from that too, uh, from them. Uh, that was yeah. That was a pretty bad one. They, you got a yeah, they called too, me racist. Too. You got a um, too. I do radio show, but yeah, I, I got backlashed out for that one, and that was hard hit. I took like what a couple hundred subs down. For that one, mm-hmm. and I realized, well, there go, there go my son. But I got him back. Yeah, well, hopefully you can build yourself back up. Well, I want to jump in and ask Josh uh, as we conclude here something that I know he has held up, which is the show. That's my social security. That's just. Um, I'm going to put uh, Romeo on mute for a moment. Josh, how did it being thrown into? And we have about a little over four minutes left thrown into being a temporary host. How did that feel? Did it, was it empowering? Was it shocking? Or did you want to, uh, uh, you know, do mayhem, uh, you know, uh, along the lines of uh, Fauci's uh, mouth or something, you know? Well, I'll have to circle back around to that. No, I'm kidding. Um, it actually yeah. felt really good. Uh, happy I got this opportunity, and I, I hope I do get that show because I, I do love doing this. It, it was a little shock, um, but at the same time, it was a positive shock. So that, that's something that I I do love getting is those positive shocks. Uh, really, extremely positive. I continue to have. I, I strive to continue to have positive in my life, so that way I can become a better man. And I mean, yeah, I, I want negative experiences also, so I can learn from bad decisions and all that. But yeah. This- and uh, I want to apologize to our listeners. We were anticipating that uh, Southern Mouth Wheels was going to be showing up uh, and we were going to let him do the same type of thing Josh was doing, but I think Josh did far better. And Josh, here's a question. What day of the week would you like to have your show? You know, it doesn't matter to me. Um, The only problem Friday night, uh, Mm -hmm. because I do, I, I, I do barrel have competitions on Friday night. But no. other than that, I mean, I'm... I'm a- well, we're going to have a private conversation that will be very positive. Uh, you, me, and Romeo. Uh, David, who's the other partner of the networks, will not be with us because he's working his day job, keeping people safe in a, let's just say, a commercial entity uh, and keeping his uh, staff of a couple hundred from uh, going into total chaos. But I want to... Romeo, thank you as well for because the show probably, with all your family issues that were going on, see, the show may have seemed like total chaos to you. Did it seem like total chaos to you, Romeo? Well, a little since I'm moving around, and I'm sorry for that. Okay. Did your your financial transaction work out? By the- uh, it's. I think it is right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We have. I'm, I'm getting paid. Shanique oh, finally's paying me. I, and, I thought uh, she was going to cheat me out this year. Oh, uh, by the way, I, Josh. I, I told her, I told I, I, Josh, if, if, if she helps me by paying yeah, me, then I won't yeah. fire her. Good. Well, uh, Josh, I got to let him know. Shaniqua is our artificial intelligence uh, production manager assistant, whatever you want to call her. And sometimes she kind of gets on our nerves uh, and we we like to poke fun at her and everything like that, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, Shaniqua, we we do like to poke fun at you, you know. Ah, uh, really? Ah, uh, really? Ah, uh, really? Shut up, bitch. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I think I'll leave that uh, B word in, don't you, Romeo? Don't you think? Uh, it's up to you. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this is Scott Hum, and I want to thank you for listening and being part of RightWingMedia.net Radio. You've been listening to the amazing Josh Lifto and Romeo Hill, and we will see you when. Oh, how about next time?